Number one, the bank want a drug screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having. Welcome back to another episode of Orgy Collector, Orgy Organizers. No, what's uh, like when a parent comes on a field trip? What are those people called? Orgy Collectors. No, when a, like uh, when you're like in middle school, like, chaperone, chaperone. I'm an orgy, orgy, orgy chaperone. chaperone. <laughs> yeah, so there's the Canada border. Oh yeah, just north of it. So well, exactly. I think the whole the whole lake. So like part of it. I think we're in the California. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in rainy? He's fleeing the U.S. Oh, that's where you're going this weekend. You fishing? Uh yeah, we're at. We have a houseboat that we're going on. That's how many people going? Like ten of us. Dude, that's gonna be so much fun. We had my first bachelor party. Oh, let's go, dude! That's gonna be a fucking blast. Yeah, we'll uh... try to hit, try to hit the river, Ch- catch some sturgeon. Dude, it's fun. Sturgeon fishing is fun. We'll do it. I don't know. Did you get like a passport and everything? Well, I have a passport. We're not going to the Canada side though. Rainy. That looked like the Canada side. But that was just like the <laughs> where where that brought you. The, whole, the there's a huge lake. So like... you're gonna accidentally cross the border and just immediately get tackled by the feds that's okay <laughs> i've got nothing to hide or we do have a I, million or do fucking movies to talk about what thought what movies i'm just now remembering that we haven't done one of these in like six months so i'm like i'm just one month back already and i have 10 movies that i'm like i need to mention that one. Oh, see i'm i'm struggling to find my four <laughs> Um, because I, I feel just like a lot of like honorable mention things. No, because I, I feel like I bring up shit I've talked about every single time we talk about this. So, should I talk about a David Lynch film or no? You can. Oh, you absolutely. Should. I'm basically just doing the last four movies I watched. That actually, that's not true. The last three movies I watched that aren't that we didn't already cover, and then a movie that I like a lot that I watched a little bit ago. I picked four random fucking movies. One I possibly have already talked about. Okay, that's far enough back. Okay. I've got like six, but two of them just going to honorable mention, I think. Are we like recording, recording? Mm-hmm. Oh, tight. <laughs> Should we just start It's a right letter now? pod. Yeah. Hey, guys. It's been a minute. How are you guys doing? They didn't did release ha- any movies this week. Did you have a good Did you have a good week? Did you? Are you asking us or the audience? I'm asking the audience. I'm waiting for them to reply. Damn, it's awfully hey. fucking silent. They're talking in German. We can't understand. Them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. A good week. In a while. Did you, so Taike is not Game of Thrones guy. I'm assuming mm-hmm. you watched. Yeah. Did you ago. watch it? Yeah, I thought it was. Oh, we should, so was it fire. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really I, good. I thought it was really. really I, good. I wasn't sure what my expectations were. I mean, obviously, like Game of Thrones is great and. Uh, there it through now you know 99 of it is awesome um but everyone kind of has a bad taste left in their mouth about how it ended but i wasn't sure about my expectations because you know prequels you don't really know what you're getting but mm-hmm. and we still don't a lot of a lot of, lot of stuff mean, to get to but overall i was very impressed with the episode i thought that it slapped i was no it's really good and it is based on like an actual book so yep we it's kind of uh, know where uh blood and fire or fire and blood or i think fire and blood that's yeah sounds... something like that fire and blood <laughs> fire and blood 
Fire and Blood. But yeah, we'll have to. Uh, Ty K, you're gonna have to watch it next week. We'll do. A, I don't know how. Like, two, just we'll do like an episode one and two. Game just, of Thrones goes right over my head. How does it go right over your head? I have to rewatch Breaking Bad. Too many no, people like it for Ty rewatch K. Breaking Bad. Watch, I'm so excited. To I'm watch watching Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Game of Thrones is better. <laughs> he said it, y'all. Well, I've only I've only seen Breaking Bad once through. I've seen Game of Thrones like three times. See, I've seen mm. Game of Thrones once through. How many times y'all seen Sopranos? None. Half. I've seen a couple episodes. I got to do that actually. I remember my sophomore year in college, I watched um, two full seasons of Game of Thrones the three days before finals. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I did. I did great. On finals that year too. The I first time, the first time I watched Game of Thrones, I was a little late to the party. I think I, I was real late. I was like, there was two. It was in the middle of the season seven, second to last season. Okay, I wasn't that late, but I was close. I think it was like season five or six. I think either season five just wrapped, or season six was just coming out. So I watched season six. As it was coming out, but oh, I okay. binged What's the last season that's been written. Se- eight, yeah, season eight was the one that wasn't based on a book. So up until so is that the last one? Yeah, yeah. there's eight seasons. So only one is okay. Um, but I when uh, before I went to college, uh, like a couple of weeks before I went to college, I got my tonsils removed. So I had uh, to I had surgery. And I couldn't do anything for two weeks. I was like, basically, like, don't leave bed. Like, you can't. Like, all yeah. you can do is watch movies and beat off. It's and a uh, pretty much. And I watched. Would beating off interfere with like the? I've never beat off. It depends. I've never depends how aggressive you're going. Meds, I don't think it interfered. No, like with pain meds might. They might pain uh, meds fuck up. You know, getting your dick hard. Yeah, because they numb you on yeah. some level. You just can't bust on pain meds. It's like depression that, medication. That'd be a I'll good podcast so. episode. We just all take pain meds. The Oxypod. Try to beat off. Yeah, it's good. That'd be fun. Oxypod on. We could co- we could combine that with the pizza episode. What's Didn't they do Whoa. that in Jackass where they took a bunch of boner pills and watched gay porn? Whoever got hard first that lost. Either. Mm-hmm. I have not seen that either, but that's I think that a was good an time. episode of Jackass. I've never seen anything Jackass No, that was just... Related. Wait, have you actually not? Mm-hmm. What? No Game of Thrones, no Jackass. I only watch which you same only, thing pretty much. You only watched whatever Stone Mountain movie and then <laughs> Wait, what's Stone Mountain movie? Or what's that? Fire Mountain? Holy, Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. Holy Mountain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just watch Holy Mountain. I just watched Lynch movies. One Yodorowsky <laughs> film and no other ones. And come and see. There was a I drove past a car with a come and see sticker the other day and it was like uh, mid 40s mom and i was like that's I a like that movie too crazy vibe to have <laughs> it has to be own. something different <laughs> i would imagine so. i was but just the whole time we'll I was come and past, see is a bible verse that has to be it that yeah. would make way more sense that's why the trailer goes uh, so fucking hard is because yeah. it ends with like that line from the trailer and it's like uh i think it's something about like one of the disciples or jesus or something says like this is pestilence uh yada yada famine the four horsemen of the apocalypse and they say to the people that they're standing before like i will show you death come and see yeah it's but like, why would you put that on your fucking car like i, I assume if i could probably like a fucking psycho like doomsday I, or... you ever want to just like get a random urge to read the bible that ever happened to you once a long time ago when i got through like 10 pages and was like 
because mm-hmm. I see, I'm like, you guys can't be misinterpreting this shit. Like, I, I went to Bible school too. Like, I, I didn't misinterpret this bad. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> a lot so of I metaphors. Just wanna, yeah. If I could describe this podcast in in one word, I think it would be should we just pestilence. should we just segue? Ooh. Should we just segue into a religious pod? Yeah, does we anyone just go book a, by book on the? Does Bible? anyone have a religious film they watched to kick this off? A great segue. Do you have a? Uh, I. I'm trying to think. What religious films are there? What's God's religion. not God's, God's not, not dead is so. God's good. not dead. God's not real. Such a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dan's movie. No, what's that? What's that movie they made during the um, pandemic where it was like the mass were like ruining Christian sanctity or something, oh. and like that the world really just ended. Why were the main actor? That was called that, Fox News. Post that Insta like. I met my wife when she was 14 and I yeah. stayed her best friend until she was 18 and we finally yeah. could get married. It's like that. Sounds- <laughs> I think there's <laughs> a word for that. Something's not white about that. <laughs> do you, does that. Do you know anyone that actually happened to? Someone who got like groomed? Like in real life. And Do you know anyone who got groomed? I don't think so. Because I feel like I see all over the internet like 14, 15, 16-year-old girls yeah. or... I guess guys too. Well, like dating most people just follow, dramatically right? older. Most of who you follow is fourteen-year-old girls. So. I've never yeah, seen you're that the one doing it. You're the yeah. one I know. Yeah. I don't follow. <laughs> no, odds are. Let's, let's stop that right there. <laughs> cut! 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 I've so... never seen like a big age gap in anyone I know. Oh wait, 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 wait! This does segue. I'm starting to think it's made up. Here. I'm starting to think it's made up. My first letter pod is every Predator film. Okay, well let's <laughs> let's let's do a little bit of an intro here. Oh yeah. Uh, we're doing a letter pod. Yeah. Uh, it's been a long time since uh, the crew has divulged our, our letterbox information. Yeah. It's been several months, actually. We kind of uh, went uh, went astray from this format, but we don't have shit to talk about. So uh, mm-hmm. lucky you guys. It's your lucky day. You get to listen to me ramble about four random fucking and, movies I thought about six minutes ago. And if you're a newer listener to the pod who hasn't been around a lot, uh, uh aka our german fans yes um a letter pod is where oh originally every month it's looking like every fucking six months now <laughs> we change our showcased letterbox top films and we talk about it so this is going to be just a casual conversation about what we recommend what we've watched lately we're not going to go too deep into anything and we're just going to kind of rift about it so taike why uh, Segway, what is your first film? I lied. It's not going to be every Predator film. Okay. Even though I did watch all of them recently. Well, you watched all of them? There's like four of them? No. I haven't seen the reboot from a couple of years ago. This sucks. I can never remember what movies I've picked before on a letter pod. Oh, I'm that's why I have to go recent. I'm pretty confident I'm going to have a repeat here, but Um, it'll be new to the Germans. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit y'all with one that I'm pretty positive none of you guys have seen, but you might have heard of. You guys heard of Black Bear came out during the pandemic. Brother Bear? No. no. Brother Bear's a good shout. Mm. Now, if you pick like Brother that Bear, movie. that would be a movie. I hated that movie. That's a Shut movie, f- isn't it? No. You cannot say with your heart that you hated Brother Bear. I didn't like it at all. What do you mean? When good holds the soundtrack of that one. Wasn't it like a very, very famous artist? It was Pharrell. No. Yeah, it was Bruno Mars. No, wasn't it the dude who made the do 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 Phil Collins? I'm, I'm, I think it was Phil Collins. If Phil Collins see. made this, you guys, he know. produced it. Yeah, did see, he really? I, I knew it. Let me see. Brother Bear was a banger. I remember loving that movie. 
Yeah, it contains Got me through the some music tough times, composed by Mike there. Manchina. Mike Manchina? Mike Manchina. <laughs> and Phil Collins. Dude, I told you, that soundtrack bangs. And the Bulgarian Women's Choir. Yes. I, nothing I love How more do I than join? a Bulgarian woman. How do I join? Music of the soundtrack of the film consists of songs performed by Collins as a montage, much of like what was done with Tarzan. What was it yeah, with Tarzan? Oh, Tarzan is have you never listened very... to the Tarzan soundtrack? You'll be in my heart. Isn't that Phil one? Collins went way too deep into his bag. Phil Collins? Kept yeah. tweeting that this he week. went way too into his bag wow. for the Tarzan soundtrack. It's actually kind of ridiculous. It's like, at a, it's like at a point, the animated Tarzan. Yeah. It's okay. at a point where you're like, holy shit, this is a long music. Video. Not the not the live action Tarzan. No, not with uh, Brandon, Fr- Brandon Frazier. No, with uh, uh, our boy from the Northman. Um, He's there's oh, another. I forgot that Alexander Skarsgård. There's he, another live he, action he, Tarzan. He, he plays Tarzan. Alexander Skarsgård. When did this come out? A couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I do not remember this at all. I haven't seen it. I Probably only know that Bre- Brendan Fraser. Some shit. Yeah, I love Brendan Fraser. He's in a new movie. He com- is coming out this year. What movie? I forgot the name. The Whale. Right. Yes. Oh, the Aronofsky's I next film. Yeah. Yes. Okay, I did know about that. Uh, it's being very uh, uh, contested as an Oscar like best performance. When does uh, that come out? This fall, I think. Damn. We're gonna have to put that can one. You, on can the you list. fact check me, Taike? I'm trying to find it. We're almost fall. We're almost to. Hey, computer September. boy. September what? That's just it says September. That's oh, soon. Yeah. That, That's that, like a couple weeks from that now. That could be a very Where near are? pod. Wait, it's a twenty four. Yes. We're wait. Sadie Sink plays his daughter. Yes, he and he plays a six hundred pound man. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Aronofsky. I used to be. I used to be an anti Aronofsky dude, but then I watched uh, Black Swan. And I was uh, like, that's what did it. Yeah. Didn't he also make a heroin movie? That Requiem I, for a Dream. Yeah, that I really and really uh, Pie. And what's the other one I've seen from him? I can't remember. I haven't seen Mother yet, but that's uh that's one of the movies I, I watched it. when I was really young. Thought I was really deep and told all my friends to watch it. Mother, no, uh, Record Dream. Dream. Like yeah, the first I hate, one. In your I haven't seen Mother. I hate how much he loves that like that he puts in every. Yeah, that was very. There should be the rest of the podcast. It's just you doing that. Yeah, let's just not talk about the movie you brought up. Let's talk about Brother Bear and Aronofsky. Black Bear. Black Bear. Is, so not brother, but um, brother bear is better. Yeah, obviously. What's black bear? This is your movie, black bear. Yeah, tell me about this. Yeah, black. I feel bear like it has Russian ties. Am I lying? Is Eastern no. European at least? No, no, no. It's American produced. Oh, okay. Dumb. Is it, is it about, is it about a, Plaza. Oh, okay. Is it about a casino? No. Oh. My attention is back. <laughs> so Aubrey Plaza, and it's a very what year to come out? Honestly, the only thing I can call it is Lynchian. It came out during Lynchian. the pandemic. Um, I'm trying to remember if I've seen anything else by the filmmaker. Um, I'll look it up. I have technology so too. Black Bear. You're did not the a, only one with a so computer. So it didn't have a theater release. Did it release straight to streaming? Yeah. Well, I don't even know what exactly it released as, but it is currently on Hulu. Um, See, I don't have I have Hulu. not seen That's any of this dude's other movies. But he was I. in VHS too. He's got a sick uh, name, Lawrence Michael Levine. That's yeah, a sick name. I fuck with three names. Oh, and he's been in three a name? Eugene Kordelenko film. Oh, his other movie has the girl from uh, Arrested Development. Yes, I was wondering where I recognized yeah, her from. Yeah, maybe. Aaliyah Shakat. Yeah, the cousin. He looks goofy. 
Yeah, he, does look he looks. Creepy. He looks like he would make a hell of a movie. Yeah. But yeah, this film, it's basically two, it's two parts, and the first part, all of the characters are playing completely different characters than they are in the second part. Interesting. The first part is like Aubrey Plaza is staying in an Airbnb, and um things ensue with the hosts fucking mm. and then the second part Aubrey plaza is an actress shooting a scene in that um in that house oh and the uh same people who are the hosts are now parts of the crew okay and is it is it very like trippy, trippy? like psychedelic no because I'm it's looking all at like very grounded for the I'm most looking part. at similar films on Letterboxd, and the similar films are Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Mother. That I could actually see. Uh I'm thinking of ending things. Vanilla Sky, Coherence, Gone Girl, Enemy. And then it, it goes on. But out of the Coherence, was seen, that the movie we recommended that you yeah, haven't seen I yet? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Out of the out of the ones I've seen in that list, I'd call it most similar to Eternals. Or sorry, sorry, Eternals. It's most similar. It's most similar to Thor: Love oh. and Thunder. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's most similar to um, Eternal Sunshine. Why the fuck can I? I Eternal think I think Sunshine. we should end things now. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> of ending things. Yeah. Ending. That that one I would call. Speaking most of Thor: to. Love and Thunder, I had a work call today with a guy from New Zealand with Chris Hemsworth. With no, like a, with a guy from New Zealand, and I had to mute my call because I had to like keep giggling because I kept thinking of that when he was talking because he was talking like this. It was ruining the whole. Yes, uh, exactly like that. It was ruining my whole meeting. I don't know what's happening with my mic right now, but I just cannot get it in the position that I like. That's what I'm like every Dude, that's, single pod. That's how the women I have sex with feel about me. All the German fans, <laughs> all the jostling you hear is the, just the women plural. The woman, the woman. <laughs> Um, who's next? Oh well, yeah. Give it a shot if you. What, what did you rate good, it? Like, yeah, are we done talking? <laughs> yeah. What did you rate it? Three and a half stars. Good. It's definitely like, a thinker, though. I've thought about it like every day since I watched it. Okay. And I recently had a dream that I'm positive I wouldn't have like understand what it meant had I not seen this. Yeah, film. I I <laughs> never remember my list. dreams. I remember this. Dude, one. I did have a dream. I remembered like the other night where uh, me and my brother were driving. We got in a car accident. We both died. I don't know. That's if a that's... very fun dream. Yeah, that dr- mm. that dream sucked. Yeah, I love, love those ones. <laughs> but it was like an enter the void situation. We died, and then we came up, and we like saw experiences after we died. Did you come through someone's penis in that film? I no, think that's it was happens, like right? uh, we like just floated above. You guys ever have like... that? Does not what happens in enter the void. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever have like dreams about like your work? Like work dreams unfortunately yes i used I to have that. like like serving dreams like bartending dreams all the time where you just be like i have like in the, in the weeds have like a million tables and like i can't do it and nice then, little stress dream yeah and then since i stopped bartending i haven't had any of those and then like lately i had my first like new job new dream. job dream it's probably just like a honeymoon phase thing yeah. huh I, I don't know if it's a honeymoon phase thing i don't think i have those no, yeah. I meant like he didn't have any, and his brain was like, "Thank God, we're not worried about uh, bartending anymore." And now your brain's like, "Wait a second. <laughs> I was like, I have so many ads I have to deal yeah. with. The, the weeds. Everything no. always reaches water level. Water level. 
Mm-hmm. Your brain will always find equilibrium and fucking it's the evolutionary drive. Your brain's like, actually, I'm unhappy again. Did you see <laughs> they found uh, they found a dinosaur so well intact that they were able to so get well meat endowed? Off. Yeah, and endowed. The and they were able to get meat off it, they got it, the and meat off? it and ate it. They ate it. I, kn- I know Neb was one of them. And they said it was it. very rough. Oh, said so it was very rough, very right. gamey. It's probably been yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. Um, do you got, do you want me just to hit mine? Yeah, hit my yours. first one. Um, so this one is the one that's tied to a sexual experience of mine. It is Mister Nobody. Oh, I've seen that movie. It's, I that thought again? I thought it's a very good movie. Who's, who's the filmmaker? Um, I'll look it up real quick. It's uh that cult up? leader is in it. I can't. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Bingo. <laughs> um, but it's actually it was one of those movies where. Uh, one of my good friends told me to watch it and he thought it was like amazing. And I watched it the first time and I was like, what the oh. fuck? It's like a super really futuristic one. Very right? future. He's uh, so in the movie, if I remember correctly, it reaches a point in society where no one ages anymore. Yes. Like death is non-existent, but he is the last person that can still age and die. So he's like the last person he's going through all his memories but like his memory sucks. So he's going through all his past and it's like not very clear and it, it's always changing. And you're like trying to figure out which dreams are real or which memories of his are real and which memories of his are made up. Mm. And it's very, very confusing. But uh, I, I, is it like a, like I was just reading a little uh, plot blib here. Is it like a. Um, uh, what if uh, you, what do they call those, a sliding door situation? What if you did get on the train? Would your life be like I this? I believe so, yes. Okay, so it's all like and hypothetical? Like, yeah, and it's like going through major like uh, moments in his life. Like I'm just remember, it was, this was like my freshman Butterfly year. Butterfly effect I films, this. I guess you'd call it. It goes through like key moments in his life. So one is like his parents' divorce mm. and it's choosing a parent. And it's like, what if he chose one or the other? Mm. And you're like, well, which one did he choose? And you kind of just kind of have to figure it out. Mm. Sounds um, like if exactly I remember like a sliding But board. it's actually like a pretty good movie. I, I do but remember it being good. But it's it, one of those I think you have to watch twice to understand it. Maybe yeah, I was just mm. stupid and didn't really pay attention the first time. But No, it, it's a complicated movie for sure. No, I like that. I haven't I haven't watched that in a while. I remember watching it on Netflix like uh, years ago. Yeah, I think. Would you write that one? Uh, I rated it four stars. Sounds um, about I, I, Letterbox yeah. is 3.7. So yeah. it's like. Mm-hmm. I, I really like this. Probably, other than Wrecking for a Dream, Jared Leto's best movie. Raccoon um, for a Dream? Yeah. Wrecking for a Dream. <laughs> Wrecking Ralph for a Dream. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, like Diane Kruger is in it. Like a lot of, a lot of good actors. Uh, I don't know if this director has done anything else I've seen, though. Uh, I don't re- recognize anything. But yeah, good movie to, he did to watch. <laughs> good movie to watch if you come across it. Who's coming home slamming doors? Yeah, that's the landlord. You, how's your basement? Good, good. No yeah. more flooding. No more flooding. We got it taken care of. No mold. Yeah, no. I just been pissing on it though. Just that's pissing always everywhere. Good play. Yeah. Do you know it's a thing that people just come on the floor and cover it up and just leave it? Come jar. Is that what you do? No. To one my of we're. I was in. Not gonna rat who, but. I was in a discord with like a bunch of people I know. Yeah. And one was just like, yeah, I kind of just let it throw fly. it on the floor just and cover it. it with my, I'm like, that's the grossest thing I've ever heard. Don't even like wipe it up. They're just like, and someone else was like, I mean, I haven't done it, but like, I don't blame you. I was like, are you guys fucking serious? That is the 
most disgusting thing I've ever heard. It couldn't of. be me. That's like some high school shit. Like when you're like uh, in middle school. That's not, I don't even, why do like just clean, clean it up. Yeah, don't get, put it on the fucking get, get a tissue. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's my beef. Or just, uh, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, coming back. To yeah. Me, so Mr. Nobody, Mr. Nobody, watch it if you can. <laughs> okay. Um, my first movie. I haven't picked that before. Have I? So I just heard. No, I don't think so. No, definitely not. That's a, 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 a definitely one. That's perfect. I'm one for pod. one. Um, my first film is a, probably we might have talked about it in some uh, capacity. I see. Oh, at great, some point, great. I watched this for the first time. What? Uh, a couple days ago. I mean, it's been on my list for forever. Um, it was a glaring hole in because it resume. just got put on Netflix. Yes. Um, and uh, coincidentally, I just saw heard that it got put on someone's list. Um, I forgot what like publication put it on their list as the best film of the 90s that's wild which i disagree with <laughs> but i so love I, this movie but it's uh eyes wide shut directed by stanley Kubrick. Mm. you guys both seen it i dislike eyes wide shut i i, I like wide shot eyes well, wide shut i don't think i it's like wide shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it a three and a half so you can, yeah can, like, i just mean much. yeah no i i like it. i mean it's a kubrick it's movie. just you, i dislike or yeah sorry i shouldn't say i dislike it i mean i'm lower on it than other people yeah well people are like five star i'm looking at the the watch by like my friends on letterbox and it's like five star five star five star four star yeah i have it at four but (laughs) i saw a funny galaxy brain meme about this movie movie that killed kubrick so i just saw it this week they said um galaxy brain the first level was uh stanley kubrick made eyes wide shut about um real hollywood sex rings Mm -hmm. the next one up was Stanley Kubrick made eyes wide shut about how um, rich people uh, are devoid of like any sort of morality at all, yada, yada. And it's all metaphor. Mm -hmm. The next one up was this is a film about Tom Cruise's character. This is actually the one that I kind of agree with. Autobiographical. Tom (laughs) Tom Cruise's character made all of this up in his head to like it's his own sex fantasy that he made up and that's why he doesn't actually fuck through the whole thing because he's ultimately impotent because he's not the one who cheated in the relationship and then the final no, that's one big facts that's and true. then the final one was uh eyes wide shut as a documentary about things that actually <laughs> happened to stanley kubrick <laughs> is the ultimate one no like things that, that actually happened to tom cruise oh that he act- actively participated in scientology but i think that movie is probably the best result of stanley kubrick and tom cruise linking up well, what other movies? I was going to say, did they link another time? No, t- Stanley Kubrick died, I think, immediately after he finished. So, what would movie. compete against it? Yeah, you mean it's both no, of like high if they mark? were going to collaborate oh, on a movie. Okay, this is this the best it could have turned be out. Would be the best it could. Oh, turn out. Okay, it's a weird way for you to say that. Yeah, what's ironic? That's is I mostly think... everything I said. <laughs> what's ironic is like now that you say that, I'm like, oh, that's exactly how I feel about Magnolia. And Tom Cruise's performance. Well, that's like, a, this is perfect. I think that's a better movie. <laughs> he wrangled the fuck out of Tom Cruise and like channeled his manic energy as perfectly as possible. You know, Whereas I'm gonna say it, I think shut. Tom Cruise has a lot of good movies. No, he does. Is I, that, I, I is that a so. hot take? Yeah, no, that's that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you mean the? But is it your favorite Kubrick movie? No. no. What's your favorite Kubrick movie? Aren't Space you a Kubrick hater? I was just thinking uh, Space about Odyssey. Today. I'm like that. That was incredible. This See, is the last. I'm like that was. I, I'm, I'm still on the team that I think Clockwork Orange is better than 
2001. I've yet to see it. Probably The Shining. Shining's really, really good. Um, uh, I'm Damn, like, I always forget about The Shining for some reason. It's so like um, different than the rest of his full, filmography. Full Metal like, Jacket, maybe. Just but a glance. I, fuck, Full Metal Jacket, too. I think that I have to pick The Shining over I've all yet of to see those, too. I've, I've, I saw Barry Lyndon the other day, and like it was fun, or not the other day, a long time ago. Yeah, I remember I've also seen Strange, Dr. Strangelove. Um, You've also seen Stranger Things? I've yeah, I've also you seen Stranger that? Things. Yeah. From the yeah. from the dead. Where is Kubrick buried? Definitely in yeah. London. When you guys die, are you like bury people? Wait. Or you like just burn me and throw me somewhere. Is Stanley No, that's Alfred Hitchcock. I was gonna say they show a gravestone. Did he in... make psycho? <laughs> <laughs> they show a gravestone in under the Silver Lake that they're sitting on in the Hollywood uh is the it Hollywood. I'm pretty sure it's Hitchcock. Under the Silver Lake almost made my letterbox or letterpod list but it's i was best. certain that i brought it up before uh stanley kubrick is buried in chidwick beardy uk oh that's right he's a uk dumbass he's buried next to his favorite tree in chidwick berry hertfordshire that's what they want you to think <laughs> what's up with uh uk he's actually tea? still alive like why is that horrible um yeah whatever Holy shit, Stanley Kubrick has a good list. Yeah, I was gonna good movies. I was gonna put The Shining on my list. I had a before. I changed it right before the pod, but I originally had four completely different films that I all had yellow uh, um, posters. Oh, so the very so you had to switch it. It was very aesthetically sense. pleasing. Yeah. but I was like, you know what? I should probably talk about movies that I've seen recently. Yeah, he has a lot of yellow just on his list in general. Yeah um what do you think about eyes wide shut if you do you have a theory that you subscribe to about the film um see i like a few of them i kind of i ultimately to me what the message that not it's not a theory but like the message that i get from it is basically that um with wealth become comes corruption corruption but also like just a different set of rules yeah like, like yeah. you like an absolute absence of uh what consequences uh i wrote a review where i basically said that i'm trying but i'm just curious because i want to think i want to compare those two films uh i think i'm thinking of under the silver lake okay which i do think those are two very related films i could very well see um i, I like the the he made it up or like the the dream thing like i could i feel like you could just make anything a dream in any movie and be like a fan theory and, and, and yeah. people are gonna that's be like, kind of you know easy cop out that kind of makes sense for but i liked reason. i liked that one specifically because they were like um just because they analyzed they said any scene that takes place at night in the film mm-hmm. is his dreams and any scene that takes place during the day is his reality because they were specifically like citing like remember when he goes to uh that shop or whatever and that yeah, the like young shop. girl yeah is like about to have sex with like a bunch of really old men yeah and then doesn't she like come on to him and be like who i really want to have sex with is you she didn't say that yeah but like that was implied and then when he comes back the next morning that's just not the energy at all it's still kind of the energy so he was like the implication there was like in the dream he could fuck any of these women that he wants. It's just basically the dreams of a couple in the dream. He yeah. could this underage woman. <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. And He's pr- a loser. I'm pretty sure the dad just like pimps out his daughter. Yeah. That was fucked up. Yeah. Good movie though. Great movie. <laughs> Taika. 
I'm still seeking down that review. I will I will point it out at some you point. You don't you don't have to find it. I just don't feel now forced. really want to compare the two of the films. It is really weird in Eyes Wide Shut too, like looking back and seeing like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and in this like kind of uh unfunctional partnership when like you're like this is real this is real this is real because they're married and they obviously ended badly but do you see nicole kenman just signed on for the amc bullshit again dude oh yeah that's my least favorite part of all going to the movies you hate that part i hate nicole kenman i don't go to amc i do go to amc oh do you see the um we had a shooting at my theater now Oh no, at AMC? Yeah. With Nicole Kidman? I mean kinda. It's in this it's in the fucked. mall. It's in the mall. This is uh, actually really fucked up and really sad. Okay. Um so it's in the mall and right next door is Shields. Like shares mm-hmm. like Shields entrance, movie entrance, like yep. right by each other. And uh some nineteen year old kid walked in there with his own ammunition and asked oh, to see a gun. I did hear I, and I then heard about this on took that. the gun, ran away, loaded it, and popped himself. Yeah, he brought his own ammunition. Yeah. Yeah, that's so fu- so fucked up. I didn't 19 hear about year that. old kid. Oh my god. I've written so many more. And that happened than I remember. that happened Monday. So I was like, if we like did a movie oh. this week, I would have gone to there the day after. I would have mm. been like, creeped out. Might have ruined my experience. Society. Yeah. That's the film that I basically described the same thing that you just talked about. That's uh, interesting to think like level, about the like, two of those films. Like levels of wealth. Yeah. I said, uh, as people trend towards the polar opposites in wealth, their morales become similarly grotesque. The disadvantage because of their lack of alternatives, the advantage because they have their choice of anything. Is that the 1989? Yes. I love that movie. Brian, you seen, I haven't seen that one. It's very goopy horror. Okay. I'll put it to the list. Very goopy horror. One of the funniest climaxes you'll ever see. And also, like, craziest climax of, like, all time. Okay. Cool. I don't know. I've seen some crazy climaxes in yeah. that day. That one's up there. Quite a few. The fucking men movie is up there as well, but that's a different story. What about that movie where that chick fucks a robot? What's that movie? Chatterbait? No, she's, like, on top of a car, like, you were telling me about it. You saw it in like the oh, Titan, Titan, yeah, uh, Titan's fucking awesome. I was just thinking about that movie today, and I was like, I still have to that watch movie it. aged well. Now that I'm thinking about it, aged. I well. better Didn't have it that just as a come out like half. two years ago. But like in that, I think about it, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that's even better than I remembered it being. See, I, I might I'll have just to give a shout right now. I was half. thinking about that about the Green Knight because I was gonna have that, but I was like. Well, I've been thinking I feel like that should get more flowers. But I've been thinking the opposite of that about the Batman. Our paths is one. What? Lately, I've just been like, it's because I keep staring at my top films of 2022, and I'm like, you're like the Batman can't be up there. There's no way Nope is not as good as Batman. It's making me mad. Mm. Why can't they just both be good movies? Like because one has not to be like better. <laughs> one has to be better. All right, pick your other fucking movie. Next film. <laughs> Y'all want old or new? Old. I love me a mill. I just recently saw Saw. Spellbound. Spellbound. Susie and the Banshees. Alfred Hitchcock. You know that movie? Or oh. that song? Cary Grant. No, I don't know that song. Susie and the Banshees bangs. Dude. And Ingrid band. Bergman. Ingrid Bergman. Very fire. Shout out to German listeners. In a lot of ways, buoyed by the acting itself, because Cary Grant and uh 
fucking Ingrid Bergman were incredibly convincing in the mm-hmm. film. Um, but yeah, very good. Like it's always fucking exciting when you watch a film from when did this come out? I believe this is the forty five. Yeah, forty five. Even today, I was like, this is pretty interesting i don't know where this is gonna go when dr anthony edwards mm-hmm. the shooting guard for oh I, I was saying when the shooting guard yeah. for the timberwolves mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see that uh, picture he posted today he got a he got a painting of his dog in a timberwolves jersey no, like a I giant fucking painting of his dog in a timberwolves jersey and there's like two or three moments in the film where um Hitchcock is just obviously Hitchcock. And then pretty much the centerpiece craziest thing about the film is there is a dream sequence that was directed by Salvador Dali. Okay, I have seen that clip. Yeah. Um I was wondering I haven't seen I haven't seen the movie, but I was like I know that I'm familiar with the movie and I'm trying to think of like what I've seen I've definitely seen that yeah. clip because it's uh um Salvador, Salvador Dali. I think yeah. I watched it in film school. If you could very cool. If you could sit down and have a cup of coffee and a cigarette with one person, <clears throat> would Salvador Dali be in the top three? No. I would never be mad about it. I think that'd be an interesting conversation. It would definitely be David Lynch and then Kendrick Lamar and then uh I don't think I don't think Kendrick Lamar is a coffee and a cigarette guy though. I'm not a coffee and cigarette guy either. I know, but I'm just him. saying you're having like wake up definitely not in the US. And you're just sitting there at like I a cafe. They, they don't have, have to escape. No, I'm just <laughs> they don't have coffee and cigarettes I'm, here. I'm just imagining this made up situation. You okay. wake up at like a hostel and you go sit down at a random. Who's being hostile? Like, for me? Uh, <laughs> at, at this random like cafe and you sit down at this like wire table mm. and just have a coffee, light up a cigarette. Someone sits right across you, starts conversation. Ernest Hemingway. See, that's another good show. That makes me think Midnight in Paris. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Basically, any character from Midnight Oh, mine's Woody Allen, then. (laughs) (laughs) I leap over the table. Woody Allen and his 14-year-old stepdaughter. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Leo G. Carroll in that film, though, is absolutely hilarious. Um, And, yeah, there's, like, a couple moments where it's like, God damn, Hitchcock just really got behind the camera and said, I'm going to invent a new thing today. Well, that was basically his entire career. That's what I mean. It's like every time I watch a Hitchcock film, still to this day, I see something done with a camera that I've I either never seen or very clearly had just been done for the first time. I haven't seen a Hitchcock movie in a while. I definitely need to. Yeah. I've been just, slowly working so my way through. They're so hard to like find and watch. Are they available on anything? Amazon Prime. Really? Yeah. In the past, like, there's a lot of them on Amazon Prime. Two years, I've went from never having seen a Hitchcock film to seeing five or six now, I think. Okay. And he's still in my top like three highest rated directors. What bangers. What are lift off the five Hitchcock movies that you've seen that you like? Uh, I cannot think of vertigo. I think is his best that I've seen. I I strongly disagree. Oh, I've North by Northwest. I think is really good. Rear window is better than North by Northwest. Um, I miss psycho. I don't think is as good as vertigo. You like rope a lot. Rope. I think is like my second favorite behind Vertigo. Yeah. And then I, well, no, but Spellbound, I have it at four and a half. Really? I think Spellbound might be better than Psycho. What? I'm like low on Psycho, but it's also not fair because watching a, that film, I'm like, I have seen every still of this film. Before. See, I had a really good first watch experience with Psycho, and that might be kind of altering. I mind. had like an alternative where it was like everything I was seeing, I'm like, I already know all this. Well, because I, <laughs> I already seen Bates Motel. 
Oh, that definitely <laughs> ruined. So I've already seen this character's prequel, and I they the final season they reenact they take the plot of the Psycho film and they stretched out to a full season. I think North by Northwest is my favorite. Really? Movie. Yeah. Uh, I I would you like pr- the Hayes Code stuff in it. Yeah, I I. <laughs> I just, I just remember that being so sick. I think you're the one. That's when, like, I first heard Hayes Code. It doesn't, you were telling me about that part in North by Northwest where he had to, um, you couldn't have two characters get in bed together. Yes, oh, yes. So they're yeah. showing it. Yeah. So, yeah. right as the tunnel pulls in the darkness, you see yeah. his leg lift off the ground, and it's like, yeah. oh, and, and, and he's getting randy. And, and they're like, uh, oh, it'll be only like the, the intellects will figure it out because like, <laughs> it's like a, a train going in a tunnel and that's ob- a, a metaphor for <laughs> him about to plow for fucking yeah, only the intellectuals for, for fucking raw on a train yeah rear window is, is probably fucking raw on a train slept on have you guys ever been on a train you got rear window at the top i think it'd be north by northwest rear window and then it's like interchangeable mm. um and then after that it's like Pick, pick and vertigo knocked my socks off i'm not high on vertigo see i really like vertigo there is a couple i bought a vertigo poster i liked it so much i think vertigo is currently my favorite film i've ever seen from the 60s 50s 60s 50s 50s my top film of the 50s um let me let me look at Ooh, and if you go to vertigo on letterboxd the like fucking cover photo thing is just a beautiful shot of the san francisco bridge I love that I've been there and didn't get to see it because it's foggy. Oh, well, North time. by Northwest is 59, so. Ooh. Gotta have that one beat. Should we just have like a, the whole pod be about movies from the 50s? I'm getting in my old movies bag lately. I could. Watch, watch The Bad and the Beautiful, and that will make you want to watch a ton of old Seven movies. Seven Seal. I like Seven Seal a lot. See, I'm a big Speaking fan of. Speaking of Ingmar Bergman. I'm a big fan of like the old westerns, but those aren't quite that old. Those that's more like the next decade. Think Twelve Angry Men is better than Vertigo? Uh, no, maybe. Twelve Angry Men is really good. How well? It's really good. Love a good Cindy Lament movie. Okay, let's move on. We don't want you to talk. All about right, should I get my next? One? <laughs> we should have a we should have a pod about old movies. Though. I love old movies. Yeah. Um, should I? I feel like none of our listeners give a fuck about them though. Like, no, the Germans are stuck in those in that. They area. will care about everything we care about. That's how it works. That's facts. <laughs> Um. All right, my next one is Austin Powers: International Man of Mystery. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Fire. Um, that is my Seven, favorite. Seven Samurai. That is my favorite Austin Powers movie. We can cut a bunch off the front. Um, that's my favorite Austin Powers movie by a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, you said International Man of Mystery? Yeah. What about Goldmember, though? See that uh, this was going to be my talking point. Is yeah. I think people rank Goldmember way too high. Like really? it's, it's good. I always like people hate on it because they're like, really? this was way after the joke was funny. Okay. See, the joke real, is real quick, real still quick. funny. Before exactly. we talk about this, uh, Sancho the Bailiff, uh, 1954, directed by uh, Ken, Kenji Mizuki. You can fuck up the name, it's fine. Mizuki. <laughs> um, that's probably my best from the 50s. Oh, damn. The Japanese bailiff? Film. Sancho the Bailiff. That's a hard ass movie name. Sandra the Bailiff? San- Sanjo. Sanjo. San- Sancho. Let me look at it again. How it's spelled. Sancho? The... This is not me being silly. This is Sancho me trying to know so that I can add it to my watch list. Sancho. Is it Jaden? I've never heard of Is it Jaden Sancho the Bailiff, the winger for Manchester United? 
Who's the director? I've never heard of that. He's very inspired. Don't by, make him say it again. Very inspired by Kurosawa. Um, Who is it? You're right. But this is like he was a contemporary. I'm not inspired. He was a contemporary. Kurosawa. Okay. Okay. I like, that, I like that poster. Rank your Austin Powers movies one to three. Uh, one, two, three. See, that's how I am yeah. too. I'm but, trying to think because um, I really like Goldmember. I don't. What are the three? It's, it's International, International Man of Mystery, Mystery Spy Who Shagged Me. me. Mm-hmm. Which one has Elizabeth Hurley? Spy. No, International Man of Mystery. Then I think mine goes three, one, two. Okay. Really? See, I but think. It's probably I'm... just because the first one I ever saw was Goldmember. So I was like, this is the funniest thing See, I've ever that's, seen. I think a lot of people our age have that experience, exactly. which is why it's. Like so, like, honestly, rated. they're all fucking good though. They're all really they're good. funny as fuck. I they're think so good. <laughs> that's. I think the best part about the Austin trilogy Power slaps is it comes slaps. down to just personal preference, like which, and, which jokes hit you more. Okay, hot take. Uh, and uh, if you know you're not, if you're out there listening to the podcast and, and you're not fully, you know, balls deep into Austin Powers, totally okay. Is Austin it, Powers is balls deep in you enough for all yeah. of us. As far as a film trilogy, is there another example of a film trilogy that does not have a bad sequel? Just any trilogy. Yeah, this has to be Lord up there. of the Rings. Okay, maybe. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, Lord of the Rings this could is be a pretty an interesting good parameter here. But depends how you go. Is Austin Powers the best film franchise of all time? People are asking. Yeah. Yes. Do you, by comedy, that question, do you mean film franchise? None of the sequels are of poorer quality than the first? Yes, yes. As, as consistency. Or, or here's another interesting way to look at it. Is there a film trilogy where every film is progressively better than the one? See, that might it? be a case too. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Matt Reeves. Uh, the Planet, Planet of, the of the Apes trilogy. You think so? Every film I've, is better than uh, one the before. Bourne I trilogy. I think no. You could argue every movie. The Bourne Legacy is bad. That's the that's new one new one. Jeremy Renner, right? Yeah, the Jeremy Renner one doesn't count in the original trilogy. I haven't, I haven't seen that, enough. That's to not. Judge that's the, the part of the movies. franchise, though. Facts. I, I think those first three are their nope, own thing, it, and then nope, it's a franchise. <laughs> All right. What a okay. I would say Godfather trilogy, but. Part three isn't that is good. Bad. Yeah, we part th- part three um, ruins it. There's Back to the Future. Oh, oh don't even bring it off. Part Back to the Future three, three is terrible. Um, Spider Man, The Evil Dead, Indiana Jones, Evil Dead. The, uh, Evil Dead's not progressively better though because I, two I, is the I have one. I have one. What? The Dollars trilogy. I've never seen any of them. Oh, Fistful. Fistful. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, I've never good, seen any of them. The Good, the Bad, the Ugly is the third. Wait, one. I just found out recently. Kurosawa wrote those films. Did he? I don't know. I'm, that's cool. I was so confused when I read that. Can you can you confirm? Can you go? You're, are you looking at it right now? And the Bourne movies are called the Bourne trilogy, so get fucked. <laughs> yeah, but they're still like more in the franchise. <laughs> uh, Mad Max. <laughs> the the no, trilogy I, of five I, films. I disagree. Um, uh, it would be if Beyond Thunderdome didn't happen, okay. but that's also not George Miller's <laughs> fault because his friend died. And I'm also not a huge Mad Max fan. Toy here. Story. I love Mad Max. One, two, three. But there's five of them? Oh. Yeah. There's five of them. Oh, listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, Fistful of Dollars, I saw Akira, Akira Kurosawa listed as one of the writers for it. And I was like, that's crazy. He had nothing to do with the production of it. Okay, cool. The company that produced Yojimbo sued 
the studio that put out Fistful of Dollars and they had to officially list Kurosawa as one of the writers oh, because of how they ripped, much they off. ripped off. That's wild. That's funny. Cool. Because the a film good has been identified as an I mean, unofficial I, I like, remake I of Yojimbo. I just brought it up. I really like old westerns, but those yeah. are I haven't the seen. Peak. I haven't seen I mean, I, Clint Eastwood. I've never I've, seen a spaghetti western. I've seen The Good, Bad, The Ugly. Well, that's a hole you do not want to fall in. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I, I have <laughs> like, to like study so much to even know what yeah. I'm looking for. I do, I do, I do like uh, westerns yeah. a lot. You um, fall into the hole of liking spaghetti westerns, and then boom, you're Quentin Tarantino. Like, it, it happens so fast. Which is like, ter- which is terrifying <laughs> next for thing, I'm fucking taking pictures of people's feet everywhere. That, yeah. That's Ty Case. That's fucking just worst fun. nightmare. Yeah. Um, um, Austin Powers, though. International Man of Mystery. Yeah, so. I reviewed, I'm just looking right now. I reviewed the first one saying they should make a million of these. God, I. It's so, they should just never stop. Better. They should make Austin two Powers more of these. That would I'm be on amazing. My, I'm on my second movie. We need a fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Okay, okay. you're right now. Uh, movie. Uh, this Speak, is Ty Case favorite movie. Speaking of spaghetti westerns, <laughs> have I read off three already? No, no. We have to, everyone's at two. I was my second one, so I'm okay. I'm, yeah, we have to, to go into we round have three. To cruise. Yeah, uh, me and Durkin watched this last night. Uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. I, we've definitely talked about it before. Yeah, that's a shitty movie. Uh, <laughs> super good movie. Uh, and uh, the only thing that I want to say about this, because everyone's probably seen it, is yeah. listening. It's better than the Joker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, when when I say when we talk about this movie being good, like this movie is a satire. Like, and, and people don't realize. I think we've had this conversation we have, before and because I, cause I brought it up. I, I was talking to someone about this, and I was like, "Yeah, I love this movie." And they're like, "Oh, that's such a toxic movie. Like, uh, I hate how it's all these like finance bros are like look at it as like the Bible." And I'm like, "This movie is like such a like parable of like these." people are shitty and this is like not how you should live your life. And it's like a cautionary yeah, and if you tale. see finance bros treating like the Bible, that's hilarious. Make fun of them. Exactly. It's yeah. funny. So it's like <laughs> all the real quick, that exact same thing has been going on on Twitter this week. If you guys have seen any of the drama with, um, uh, somebody reviewed bodies, bodies, bodies. <laughs> and then one of the cast members fired back at that reviewer. And then that reviewer called them homophobic. And then the cast member then actually cast member never said it, but then now publications are going after the reviewers saying that that was racist of her to say that she was being homophobic. Oh, was it the uh, <laughs> and, Amanda? Yeah. Yeah. What's her last name? Uh, Sternberg, I think. Um, yeah. A man, I think it's like Amanda Sternberg. But anywho. Um, I did hear some stuff. But it's just fascinating to see that those people said there is no point to bodies, 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 and then they instantly engage in a bodies, bodies, bodies style argument (laughs) (laughs) for the whole world to see. Yeah, uh, the only reason I have it on my list is because me and Colin watched it last night. So, Mm -hmm. but moving on, uh, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, good movie. Yeah, Martin Scorsese also has some some more good movies also a long fucking movie way longer than i remember i was like waiting that's yeah, no, one of my biggest with it yeah i don't like how long it Three is i movie. don't like how similar it is to goodfellas while yeah, when, paling when, in comparison to goodfellas yeah when it, uh when they were doing like the intro um i i kept i probably said 10 times i was like all my life i wanted to be a gangster <laughs> i know and goodfellas no, and like, and like, all like, my life I wanted to be big, a stockbroker. Like, the big, like, intangible that X or sorry, that Goodfellas has over it is it's I way was better movie. shocked watching Goodfellas. It's the best, like, cinematography Scorsese ever fucked around with. Like, yeah. 
that scene when they're like burying the body and the taillights are just like completely bathing them. In oh, and he's light. like Both throwing up and he's making fun of them. Yeah, the Wall Street like, is, is a comedy. It's, it's funny. I know, yeah. but it's like you could have shot this as cool as you did Goodfellas, but you just decided to spaz on Goodfellas. Goodfellas is wild. And also, like, it's just Wolf like a, Wall Street. It's a very, good. it's a very manic movie too. Yeah. Um, a lot of color. A lot, lot of, more color. A lot, lot of cocaine. All right, moving on. What do you got? Yeah. Is, is Give me your next movie. Um, I got. Well, hmm, how do I want to do this? There's one film on my list that I think we might still pot about. Skip it then. Okay. Um. So then, sure. should I do two? Oh. Um. It involves a shell. Marcel. Yeah. Yeah. Skip it. Should I skip that? Yeah. I want to Marcel the shell. I want to do a pot on. That. I haven't seen it. It's it's fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then not that. Um. Then I do have two David Lynch films. Should I do both or just one of just them? One. Just Pick one. one. <laughs> Which one do you want? We're going to talk do about want, the other one no matter what. One, do you want one that's lost or one that's inland? Lost. Lost Highway? Um, Lost Highway is super fire. I like it more than Inland Empire, which I saw recently. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, uh, anyway, I wanted to, I mainly just wanted to say Lost Highway is good. I gave it four stars. It's very similar to Mulholland Drive, but just... I love Mulholland. It's one of those things where once you've already seen Mulholland Drive, then when you see Lost Highway, you're like, okay, well, you already did this better. Kind of like Goodfellas and Wolf Wall Street. But it is much different than yeah. Mulholland. But, um, and it's arguably... It's close to as confusing. Um, but anywho, I was I wouldn't say to, confusing more. You can take your own piece out of it like you yeah. can interpret the movie how you see fit yeah and um and like he's doing a lot more with subtext in lost highway like there was okay. some stuff that i did not pick up on and then i read certain people's reviews and i was like oh fuck how did i not pick up on that at all like with like certain character dynamics i mean yeah um but the main reason i want to talk about it is i just recently listened to the um willem dafoe isabella rossellini a24 podcast episode and in it, she talked about um, she was working with some director and she turned down the role and he asked her why. And she said, I don't understand it. And he said, that's the whole point. Like, he's like, that's why we he's like, I don't want to see you act something out that you understand. I want to watch you figure it out as you act. And uh, she said, and it reminded me of years later, I was having a conversation with David where he said, um, we had a similar conversation. So he we were said, just hearing David instead of David. <laughs> and he said, um, do you understand life? And she said, no. It's just coming with the deepest Yeah, problems. and he said, he said, that's the point. And I'm like, damn. That made me look at David See, Lynch films way different. Talking now. about sitting down with someone, coughing a cigarette, perfect guy. That's what I mean. It's like, as soon as he said, I'm like, yeah, it, it, they're not about dreams. Yeah. They're about how none of this shit makes sense. And like, and then much like Willem the Dafoe, Mac dreams. Willem Dafoe had like an interesting uh like point back to that where he said, um Oh fuck, now I'm completely blanking on it. Yeah, it's fine. We got plenty of time. He just basically said, um, no, when you don't. watch a film <laughs> where you understand what's happening, you're not actively taking part in the watching experience. Okay. He yeah. said, when you watch a film where you know what's happening, you're experiencing like comfort. Like Marvel movies. Exactly. And he was he's like, when you're watching that, he's like, there is a value to that, but it's a comfort. Mm -hmm. And he goes, when you watch a film, you don't know what's happening. That's the only time you're actively engaging in a film. And I was like, 
Oh. <laughs> and then and then Tight. that's why I need to figure out what every movie is about ever objectively yeah. all the time. Okay, okay. Everywhere all the time all at once. But yeah, Lost Highway, I have my theory about it. But um very good film. I'm trying to think. It's a very good Patricia film. Arquette, uh Bill Pullman. I was trying to think there's someone really good in it. Oh, you guys haven't seen The Sopranos. There's uh this really scary actor in Sopranos. He basically is like a human bulldog. And he's in the film and he screams at someone for driving badly. And it was inspired by uh, David Lynch made that guy wait three hours for his audition. And he busted in the room and just screamed at David about etiquette. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's the guy right there. And then he wrote that scene to reflect that explosion. Mm. So yeah, fun movie. Four stars for me. When, uh, one, of these, one of these days, we're going to have you do a solo pod about David Lynch that's five hours long. Facts. All right. That would be... I'm be actually going to get... There's a book I recently Actually, it won't be about. a solo pod. I'll just be sitting here just dead silent. Yeah, well, we, you can talk to us, but like, we're not <laughs> we going to contribute. You guys got to have yeah. tented fingers and say, indubitably. Yeah. I'll go... Every once in a while. Elaborate on that. We'll just go... Mm. Mm. Elaborate. All right, what do you got for your... Uh, um, <clears throat> so... I think I've done this one before, so I'm going to say it. You scream at me and slap me in the face if we've done it, and then yeah. I have a backup on deck. Sure. The Gentleman. We've, I've talked about it. Okay. Uh, so I'm going my Guy, backup. Guy Ritchie. Oh, okay. Great, great, great flick. No, we talked about The Gentleman. I love The Gentleman. I love that movie so much. Um, I, I just, yeah, it's one okay. of my favorite movies. I just like Guy Ritchie a lot. Um, yeah, because he's racist. Fuck Guy Ritchie. All right, so I'm going my backup, quite possibly my favorite sports movie of all time. Moneyball. Quite possibly the greatest speech ever given miracle. in a sports movie of all time. It is miracle. Oh, um, reminded me a lot hockey of, makes sense. of the World Junior Beat United States team. And last week, I uh, was playing in the World Junior Championship, and um, unlike the the team in the movie Miracle, they were the heavy favorite. And unlike the team in the movie Miracle, um, they got their asses blown out by a team far far worse than them. Um, so that was disappointing. But Miracle, the greatest sports movie ever made. All my life, I wanted to beat the Russians. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. All right. Um, that counts as a Christmas movie, too. Yes, so. it does. Um, okay. So my third film. This is a film a film that came out this year that we didn't talk about. Um, that is by a director that is probably one of the most interesting quote-unquote up-and-coming directors that I am... Martin Scorsese. That's in my wheelhouse that I am, like... There's not a lot of directors that I feel like are this, like, unknown that I am, like, mm. so high on. Um, oh, so you're the put-on king. You're about to be the put-on king For this guy. Right uh, Charlie McDowell. You know that is? <clears throat> not a fan. Um, the, the movie, what about On Hand? The movie is Windfall. It's on a Netflix original with uh, uh, Jesse Plemons, Jason Segel, Lily Collins. Oh, is this one where they take a guy hostage? Yeah, in his house. Um, he also directs uh, the movie The One I Love, which I have talked on this podcast about, He's, uh, which has been yeah um, on uh, one of my previous letter pods, and I've raved about it. I wanted I wanted to do a solo pod about it. <laughs> um, and that's a marked applause, Elizabeth Moss and Ted Danson starring movie. But this guy... He has a real knack for really complicated and interesting movies in a very small, isolated state. 
So mm. both of these movies essentially take place in a home and they're really small. And it, it's, he really explores a lot of big compl- concepts complexities. In like a microscopic way. Yeah. In, in, in a very micro environment. And I think that this movie cemented to me that I will watch whatever this guy makes. Mm. So check out Windfall. It's on Netflix. It's it's uh, uh, funny. It's it's dramatic. Um, <coughs> sorry. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, that's all I'll say about it. Uh, big Charlie McDowell fan going forward. I am buying the stock right now. I am buying as much stock as it's I can. Low. Yeah, because one day he'll be making a fucking phase six Avengers movie. Or <laughs> How old is he, by the way? It's pretty young. Yeah, he looks young. Uh, 1983, so 30, correct? 20, no, 40. 40. 30 39. 39. Okay. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, Are you up? No, you're you up. Are. I'm up. Forgetting the order already. This is my last, last one. one. Your last one. The problem is I deleted my list because I thought I was going to do a shell one. Um, I'm going to go with... Have we already talked about Boogie Nights on one of these? Probably. I'm sure we've talked about it at some point. Already? Because I just saw you re-rated that five stars. I just raised my rating last time I watched it. I was like, this is so fucking good. It's insane. Um, I'm going to do, in the spirit of doing movies that came out this year that we probably aren't going to do a pod about, I watched Fresh this past week. Fresh? Um, I was surprised by the way it went. The opening credits aren't until 35 minutes into the film. And everything up until the opening credits is like being that, you know, what the movie is, the basic premise, the first 35 minutes of the film are like so haunting and harrowing and the leads, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sebastian Stan and, uh, Sebastian Stan. Oh, I'm forgetting her name. Uh, she has three names. Her name is Daisy Edgar Jones. They are oh, so yeah. fucking She's good. She's in uh, Crawdads Sing. They are so fucking good. And the first 35 minutes is like just horrible to watch mm-hmm. unfold. And um, then the premise gets a lot more creative than I thought it would until it hits a Pelian zone, we'll call it, where it very much tried to be like this Jordan Peele-esque like everything in this film is a metaphor for something else which what's the movie called i didn't, I didn't catch it. it's called fresh it's a it was a hulu uh straight to hulu release this year um yeah big I hulu it, guy this week yeah i gave it three stars honestly i literally after i watched prey i went through and i was like oh shit there's lots of good movies on there hulu. is a lot of good movies on hulu actually <laughs> i like hulu a lot literally like every movie i watched this past week was on hulu i um, had hulu to watch uh always sunny but mm-hmm. then i don't have it anymore and it's just one of those things where I wish they wouldn't have gone so heavy in like the social horror angle. Um, just cause you lose something with that where when everything you're doing is supposed to be a metaphor, you kind of lose sight of the main story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's not a bad movie by any means, but three stars and yeah, it's unfortunate that like, basically i think studios are just green lighting any sort of social horror right now yeah. every time they see jordan peele just destroy the yeah. box office they're, they're like, trying to Please. like show a message instead of tell a story yeah 
no and it's and it's fine like this is a better movie than just a shitty slasher yeah but it also might have been better if it was more of a slasher than a metaphor <laughs> you should uh redirect it remake it yeah that, that would be too. really good at that yeah uh, <laughs> i mean it's worth a shot all right we, we, uh, we still have to write a movie <laughs> i was the one there. that i tried to convince taika to write a movie a long time ago he wouldn't i can't do um, it <laughs> so mine is a movie i think we are all super super high on um probably one of the most loaded casts is it uh that i'm that we've brought up on minions of the rise of grew close thematic best fourth of july film um definitely i think it's the most loaded loaded cast on a movie we brought up on this letter pod uh shout out to our minnesota brethren the cohen brothers this movie is burn after reading oh i love burn after i was just talking about this film the other day such a banger such a banger incredible literally one of the best films or best comedies of all time such a banger yeah timeless absolutely timeless is always funny I feel like it's one of those movies you watch, remember how good it is, and then completely forget about it for like two years, mm-hmm. and then you watch it again, and you're like, damn, that was such a good movie. I might think Burn After Reading is better than Big Lebowski. Uh, oh, I don't think so, but... I think Big Lebowski is... I'm that, I'm like, that high top, on top, top. I love Burn After Reading, though. I'm that high on Burn After Reading. It's so fucking fire. I was just explaining it to someone the other day, uh, some kid, because I was like, no, you gotta watch this shit. Because he was talking about Bullet Train, this kid was, and he was like, it was so funny how goofy Brad Pitt was being. And I was watch like, Brad go the reading. fuck home and watch Brad After Reading right now. <laughs> you want to see goofy Brad Pitt? Watch Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so fucking funny and so accurate. It's That's just... a better than like most, like, um, I've seen a couple films now that like make fun of like the ineptitude of government and whatnot. Didn't we talk about Burn After Reading like in depth at one point probably on a film know. draft i'm guessing yeah yeah maybe or a letter pod but like just look at this cast maybe cohen cohen i think brother i might have put it on a letter pod cohen brother directed then george clooney francis mcdormand brad pitt john malkovich tilda swinton richard jenkins tilda the queen jk simmons like holy shit super stacked super stacked can't get much better than that. i actually just said this past weekend real quick i'll throw this one at you um as i was watching boogie nights I said to myself, this is actually a comedy film first, which is what made me jump it to five stars. And then I thought to myself, what was it about the 90s that made them make comedy films that were actually like big endeavors and actually like this huge piece and thinking of that in Big Lebowski? And then I said, the only one they've made since then is The Nice Guys. And then I realized I was just thinking of films that revolve around porn in the 70s. <laughs> and I was like, oops. There's a lot of those. Yeah. What's that uh, Nick Swardson movie? Uh, Bucky Larson, Born to be a Star? Yeah. <laughs> that's a great film. I bet that's a really good just, movie. <laughs> Boogie Nights. Uh, what's your last movie? Wasn't, didn't you have to go still? I just gave mine. Burn After Reading. Oh, that's right. I thought, I don't know, I thought that was Tyga. No, no, no. No, no, no. My last movie. We'll make it quick. Um, this is a movie that I wanted to put on my summer uh, movie list, but I didn't mm. um, because it's not Fourth of July themed at all. And that's uh, uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. I think, I think I talked about it a little bit before, but it's 1999, directed by Anthony Minghella. 
If what did you write this movie? He also directs the English Patient, English Patient, the I think that's an Oscar Oscar winning Best Picture English Patient, I believe. Uh, it my rating is let me check four stars. Uh, it's collectively three point eight on Letterbox. Uh, the cast is Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow, the most attractive uh, Jude Law performance I've ever seen. He looks fucking <laughs> amazing. I, yeah. If I could, uh, be honest, I didn't like this movie that much. Really? If I could, did I, I think I need to watch it again movie. though, because like I've obviously no Philip Seymour Hoffman. Just Kate something Blanchett. about it didn't didn't grab me and suck me in. I, I got kind oh, of bored of it. I love it. It's all about like pretending to be someone you're not. Yeah. And uh, um, he he basically uh, Matt Damon basically takes over the life of uh, Jude Law, and it's all about like how he maneuvers that upper pe- class people yeah. and uh, yeah to be uh, he because he they come for money and he's trying to fit into that. Oh my god, it's. A roller coaster of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I somehow know like next to nothing about this movie. I, w- I you'd like it, I bet. I think I would. Yeah, I, I, I was just I looking at it a little bit. It it's a thriller. No, not. not it's a exactly. drama. I would say drama is probably. I say it's a drama. Yeah, thriller. Way to describe it. thriller. Let's look at the letterbox genre. Let's. I don't know if it's a thriller though. Crime thriller drama. I love thrillers. I wouldn't classify it as a that makes I'm me mad. I'm fighting the genre. Here. Well, y- your definition of thriller is like a light horror. When in reality, a thriller is like a heavy drama. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I have like most thrillers as horrors. Yeah, which is I a like lot not... to let the horror genre absorb tons of shit. Do yeah. you guys think Seven is a horror film? No, it's a thriller. I like to call that one a horror film. See, I would I would consider Seven a thriller. Same. But to me, that's like the perfect line. Anything beyond seven is a horror film. I I think it's you could even put it before seven. That theoretical line. Like Wait. some people would watch seven and be like scared shitless. Yeah, that's where what I, I mean, would yeah. consider that. Because like, I saw I saw seven, I saw parts of seven when I was really young, and I was like, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Just like them walking around the crime scenes. Yeah, like that part is still See, burned into my Seven brain. is labeled as thriller, crime, mystery. Okay. No horror. I feel like any further I'd in, agree. That, in that dark direction, I feel like that's the cost. But you can't consider Seven and Towns of Mr. Ripley like the same vein, you know? Are they two ends of the same spectrum? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you heard See, I could first. hear that argument. Seven is like a traditional thriller. It's almost like... It's more crime. It's noir It's, it's like, worse solvent. Yeah, a noir. And, yeah. And yeah. Uh, Talent of Mr. Ripley is like a psychological thriller. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, we did it. Yeah. First letter pod in a while. What do you have for time? 110. Oh, but we fuck. also just meandered around talking about nothing. And we're, our we're, first we're, 10 we're minutes. Keeping it. Yeah. We're keeping it. Um, all right. Just quick, quick, quick. Good guy, bad guy. Yeah, as, sure? as fast as we possibly can. Um, Good guy. Honestly. Got some student loans forgiven today. Got yeah, a quick is that, shout cool. that is out. that is that uh, for sure now? Yeah, it's I heard legit. It was up for debate. Ten grand um, if you didn't receive Pell grants. Twenty grand if you did receive Pell grants, and then they're also delayed for the final until time. January. Yeah, for the final time. Yeah, yeah. so that, uh, that so honestly, that's big. That has to be my good guy of the week. Yeah, uh, Big Daddy Joe Biden. Double good guys. Um, um, yeah, thanks for getting 
giving me 10 grand. Yeah. Good guy of the week. <laughs> Good guy of the week is B for what for just putting his whole dick and nuts on the table and buying all the Destiny 2 DLC after playing the game for two days. Yeah. Oh, shout out B for what. Can't do that. Shout out B for what. Um, my bad guy of the week. Um, so I, I decided today I'm quitting Chew oh. for good now. Um, so my bad guy of the week is Copenhagen Mint Pouches and Copenhagen Mint Long Cut. Yes. Um, you've been my bitch for too long. Yeah. I'm putting you down. Now on nicotine patches are my thing now. Oh, God. So those that's my new thing. Um, so fuck you, Copenhagen. I'm, I'm now I'm back on the bigger and better things. There he is. Mm. Um, my bad guy of the week is I was leaving work today and uh, I went to the parking ramp where I parked my car in Minneapolis mm-hmm. and turned the corner. It was just a guy pissing on the sidewalk. No, no, shout out that he's my good guy. <laughs> shout out him, just free like, living. He did the loan forgiveness. I was free like, no, oh. and he, he was like licking the window and like peeing on Ooh. the corner. It was really uh, he, he just tripping. Weird sight. He yeah. just weird tripping, side. man. Yeah, I wish him the best. My, Shout out psychedelics. Bro. My bad guy of the week <laughs> is is me for touring seven apartments and still not knowing where I'm living. Mm. I'm getting very upset with myself for yeah. not having decided yet. Or putting a cot. Yeah, in you wait a little longer, you're going to be the guy pissing on the street licking windows. It's facts. Yeah. <laughs> and forgiving student loans. It's a slippery yeah, slope. That's big fat. It's a slippery it's two slope. Two ends of the same spectrum. I'm going to fuck around moving to the White House out of <laughs> indecision. <laughs> two ahead, ends man. of the same fucking spectrum. All right, guys. Thank you for listening about absolutely nothing for the last hour and a half. <laughs> Um, who knows what we'll talk about next week, <laughs> but we'll be here give, giving you prime content. Yes. Money is the worst currency that ever grew among me. Sad. All my homies first. Number one, the bank wanted drug yeah. screen for everyone on the crew before they forward the money. A piss test? Yes, a piss test. I'll have what she's having.